Dude. So you're in New York right it, now? Yeah, we just got to New York. We took the train. How cool is that? Where were you? Boston. Uh, well, that's not that far. No, no. And I was only in Boston for t- not even 24 hours. Boston. Did you have some clam ba- chowder and some lobsters? No, we didn't get around to that. <laughs> well. We did not. We've but done- we did two shows. Is it fun doing Caitlin's live show? What if I said no and she's sitting right here? Then you're being honest and that's funny. <laughs> no, yeah, we actually have had a lot of fun. And I feel like every city kind of tops the last one uh, really? in a weird way. So, like, we tell every city, you know, the last one was super loud, so you got to be louder. But they actually are. So it's been pretty fun. Wow. You're um, shaming them into liking you more. Oh, uh, 100%. <laughs> so, Caitlin, my favorite thing that's happened so far on this yeah. tour is Caitlin crowd surfing to oh, party God. in the USA. Wow. It was epic. Here's my thing about crowd surfing. I feel like it's you're very open to molestation. Oh, 100%. Caitlin, did you get molested during while you crowd surfed? Oh, yeah, I saw it's all over Instagram. I saw a couple girls poking the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's what happened to me at that watch party for The Bachelor, man. I got so many ass grabs. And oh. you remember that episode I told you about all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to my therapist about it. <laughs> Still not right. I, Caitlin would maybe have to do that, except for the fact that she was drunk enough that I'm not sure she remembers all of the groping. Yeah, she just accepted it, you know? Caitlin drunk? No. Never. Never. You know who outdid Caitlin in, in drunkness? Who? Cleo. Oh. Sweet, nice little Cleo got so white girl wasted I've never seen anything like it. I mean, come on. You hang out with Caitlyn enough and <laughs> something's got to rub off on you, man. I truly, though, I honestly don't know if Adam, her boyfriend, has ever seen her like that. Just the look on his face at some of the things she was doing. I mean, she wasn't doing anything crazy, but I just don't think he's ever seen her that drunk. And he was like, wow, this is this is new for me. Yeah, that's what Caitlyn does. They do when we when Jason and myself and Caitlyn and Sarah all hung out. Jason and I were both like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> they're not even making sense. Like they're not even making words right now. No one can get me drunk like Caitlyn. I don't know what it is. Oh, that's sweet. That's cute. And then everyone else that tries to get me drunk is so beyond offended. And when I say everyone, I mean Olivia Caridi. Let's be honest. He's like, <laughs> "How come you don't drink with me and you only drink with Caitlyn?" And she gets really upset. Yeah, but how come you don't get drunk with me? And I'll see now. Wells is upset. I don't. I'm not really upset. <laughs> I mean, I just thought we were best friends and all whatever. It's I hope you're enjoying that sugar fish over there. So ah, so jealous. Okay, you want to start the show or what? Yeah, yeah. You start. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Hey, hey, hey! So you know, I gotta say. Yeah. I gotta say. Do it. I know that you haven't been very enthusiastic in the whole YFT podcast tour talk, but I got to say, yeah. I've met a lot of our listeners on the KB tour yeah. who are real into the idea of a YFT live pod. A lot. <sighs> that's just, Yeah. People Every are, city. Yeah. But that's that's like, what, 15 people a night? You know what, Wells? I don't want to have that type of rejection. When we go to like Des Moines and like seven people show up and well, it's like first of all, the most going to Des Moines. That's psychotic. Hey, <laughs> don't dog on Des Moines. We might have some listeners from over there. I'm just saying like. 15, you... Exactly. We got to hit the big cities. All right. I mean, I'll do a big city tour. I'll do like an L.A., a New York, yeah. a Nashville, yeah. a Chicago. 
We got to do Boston like, was Litsky's. We got to do Boston. I don't know, man. I really, I think we're a couple years away from that. I said 2020. All right, I'll think about it next I've year. Telling people, dude, I've had a week, bro, a motherfucking Let's week. Let's hear it. Modern Family wrapped, I guess, two weeks ago. So we went to the wrap party, and it was at this like cool, like virtual reality place, right? Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're like doing all this virtual reality stuff, and while we're in line. We're all just talking about, like, we're all going to get pink eye. Like, everyone is going to get pink eye from everyone else because we're all wearing the same, like, VR goggles, you know? They not clean them in between each person changing so, out? They do, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. This, like, pterodactyl game where, you like, you get to flag a pterodactyl for a while. It's super dope. I go first, and then Sarah goes after that, and then we have a nice night, and then we go home. And the next morning, guess who's got pink eye? Sarah. Sarah. Immediately mm-hmm. has pink eye. That's insane. I know. And by the way, I was on. I was in it first that I didn't get big guy. Yeah. But also, well, her immune system is so much lower. Yes, because she right? takes medic. She takes medication, so her body doesn't reject this the kidney, mm-hmm. obviously. And then, like a couple hours later, like a day later, she's like, "I am not feeling good." She had a fever, way high. So mm. we had to go to the hot. You know, when you're someone who's got a kidney transplant, you got you can't get sick. You know, like that thing could go into rejection. So we had to go to the hospital. Went to the hospital. And dude, I don't do well in hospitals, man. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not good. I'm not good. I had a cousin who, not to get like too serious, but whatever. It's real life. I, I okay. lost a cousin who was in a coma for 18 days. And wow. like we all, we had to be there. You know, we went every single day. We talked to him, you know, she wasn't there. It was really sad. And you even have to go through, like, the thing of, like, you know, they come and ask to, like, harvest organs. And you're, like, really not ready to, like, say goodbye. You're hoping for a miracle. And it's just, like, that experience in my life, it scarred me. Like, let's just be fair. Like, mm. it, it affected me. And I, I do not like being in hospitals. And I felt so bad because Sarah's in the hospital and I love her to death. And I was just, I mm-hmm. got in there and I was just, like, get me the fuck out of here immediately. You know? Yeah. Was anybody else with you guys or was it just y'all? It was just us. She was only there for a couple of days. But anyways, you know, listen, it was it was good that she went there. It was good, that, like they we made sure that she, she was okay. She's back now, uh, back home, feeling good. So just can't mess around with the flu. But, uh, but here's what I was saying: favorite thing right here, immune system. We all take yeah. our immune system super hardcore for granted. Okay. No, for sure. And, and mine's. I have a great immune system. Knock on wood. Yeah. I never get sick. It's great, dude. And I'm sitting there being like, dude, I did the VR thing before you did, so I got the fucking pink eye before you did. You know, like, and then and, yeah. I, and I get pink eye, and then like I was we sleep in the same bed. We were like making out. You know, like I didn't get the flu, mm-hmm. and then I went to the yeah. hospital, which is just like a freaking hotbed for just sickness. And you're fine. Totally fine. So yeah, sh- wild. shout out to immune systems. Shout out. <laughs> Favorite thing. Uh, is Sarah White feeling blood better? Cells. Yeah, she's doing a lot better. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I, I, I respect the hell out of her for how much she like puts on her Instagram story. Like she's just so real about everything. Even, you know, when she's feeling like shit and in the hospital and stuff, like she's puts it on her story and everything. And it's just, that's really cool. It's not easy to do. I, I know. Dude, I find myself doing that too. Like I only put out the good stuff, and I need to be better oh, about sure. that. You know, I need to be mm-hmm. better. But I don't. I just always yeah. look like shit. So like, I don't know if it if it really matters. <laughs> you know. You know what's funny what? is now this is like a confession of sorts. Caitlin's got me on the confession train this week. Now that I have a boyfriend, mm-hmm. 
I never thought I cared so much, you know, like I never thought I really cared that like I look my best or whatever. I'm it's like when I'm taking stories or whatever. Yeah. But I care a lot less now because I'm like, yeah, you care boyfriend less. now. It's in the bag. Oh, wow. I like shit and not give any fucks about wow. it. Wow. But, but dude, that's not a good way to think. And he's not Instagram. But he's on Instagram. He's not on Instagram, so he doesn't see it. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I will. <laughs> that's funny. It's awesome. But I do hope that, like, when you're around him, that you get dressed up and you shave. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Wax, spray tan, the whole thing. But. It's very, like, it's, like, it's just funny. Like, I just, my guard is down a lot more on, like, the one I do my Instagram stories. Like, normally, like, like, I love, and people probably get so sick of it, but when I'm at the barn, like, I just love taking, you know, stories, like, of the horses and, like, with the horses and stuff. But when I'm at the barn, like, I do not look my best. I don't have any makeup. I'm dirty. I'm sweaty. It's, like, a whole thing. Yeah. But I find lately, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if that's what Sarah's kind of in that world, because she's like, well, I already got him, so. Got him. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. And I actually yeah, don't. Maybe. She did that stuff long before I came around. So so funny. God, we got to talk about this. What is it? When's the last time you went to D.C.? <laughs> Been a while? Uh, probably like high school trip there. Or something. Okay, exactly, exactly. Flying into D.C., you you see the Potomac River. Wells, it is brown. It is poop brown. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Dude. What is wrong with the Potomac River? I think it's Potomac, but okay. Um, Whatever. Okay. You're in New York <laughs> Google right it. now. Google, Google what it looks like. You will die. It is like, I literally was like, where are we? Yeah. It looks like the nastiest, trashiest thing I've ever seen, and it's our freaking country's capital. It just blew my mind. Okay. Have you seen the river in New York? No. But it's New York. Like, you expect that. I oh, okay. I just did not you know, you know? Yeah. New York's disgusting. I don't know. Yeah. But I just did not expect. I, it just blew my mind. Like, I thought the freaking Cumberland River in Nashville was gross until I saw, how do you say it? Potomac. Potomac. My bad. It's all right. I thought you were the smart one in this thingamajigamar. No, I did too, but, yeah. you know, you, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, gross. You don't really care about this as much as I thought, but. Did you want me to tell <laughs> stance on this yeah i wanted you to freak out i freaked out it was disgusting i had a realization the other day that made me very sad what's that okay so i went to go see my my buddy ben jaffe Mm. he was in a band called honey honey and it was like in some like Mm. silver lake like tiny venue far away like 60 people were there and it was like a bluegrasser night and like a bunch of people were up there just like killing it and just like playing their hearts out and it was so good and by the end of it ben jaffe and this other guy were playing bach together and it was absolutely amazing let me see if i can pull up the clip and it was just like one of those things where i was like oh my gosh if you were a musician and you saw that you're like well i gotta give up now because i can't do that you know okay so here is them playing bach together So just like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that with guitars and mandolins, right? It's like just amazing. And, yeah, that's incredible. And then I went to a country show the other night, and I won't say the name mm-hmm. of the country show or who was playing. 
But Why did you go to a country show? Because I knew someone who was playing in the band. So the opening act was this girl who had a guitar player on stage, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, and there's uh, 2,000 people in this venue. A lot of people are there, very excited. And I'm sitting there watching her play. I'm hearing bass. I'm hearing drums. I'm hearing violin. I'm hearing everything. And she's on stage with just an acoustic guitar guy. So I'm no. like, this is all a track, you know? This is yeah. 100% a track. And I was like, wait, what is happening? Why is the guitar player even there? This is just glorified. Exactly. This is just glorified karaoke. Let's just say what totally. it is. And everyone's digging on it. And I was like, fuck, there's 2,000 people like just eating this thing up. Right. And I was just out in Silver Lake with 50 people watching two guys play oh, Bach yeah. on the guitar. And in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, what is happening in the world? Does no one care about musicality anymore? Is it all just about, like, how tight the pants are and, like, how many uh, Instagram followers you have? It was heartbreaking yep. to me. It's so sad. I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, now more than ever, but I feel like this has been happening for a minute now. You know what I mean? Yeah. The past, like, five years specifically, it's just really taken a turn. It's sad. I mean, it makes me glad that I'm, I, like, left the band days behind me when I did because I just I don't like where the music industry is going. I just believe that you should not be able to play to a track. Yeah. I, that's just how no, I feel. For sure. I just I think that you should fucking learn how to play the instruments and or pay mm-hmm. people to do it. Well, and that's the thing. Everyone's trying to do it on the cheap now because no one's making money in music anymore. Totally. I get so, it. Because you don't, you know, you're trying to do it on the cheap. You don't want to pay a whole band. Yeah, no. I, it's awful. Yeah. Okay, then do what Ed Sheeran does, and then you play all the instruments yourself and on a little pedal. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was my, uh, that was kind of my one, one of my things that I was just like, ah, oh, that sucks, brah. Uh, would you would you say it's so dumb? I would say it's so dumb and so gross. <laughs> People really liked it. I was really happy about it. I know. That was a good job. I'm proud of you, kid. Yeah, I know. Thanks. You got any? Even fa- though you're the one that said it. You got any fave things? Any fave things? I, literally, all I've done oh since we talked last is do this tour. And but let me let me tell you. So this is an important shout show. out to what? I need you to remember that this is an important show, and you need to find I'm favorite things. About to things. talk about uh, something important. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So okay. a lot of the YFTers have slid into my DMs or Ooh. tweeted at me and okay. told me that they have read a, a Nicholas, you know, Nicholas Sparks is right. Yes, of course. The Notebook, Walk to Remember. Yeah. Um, they, they, everyone, like I've had so many people te- text me, DM me, whatever, and say, "Oh my gosh, hearing you talk about your story about how you met your boyfriend is insane." Because of this book I'm reading called uh, "Every Breath" by Nicholas Sparks, it's literally about a girl, an American girl, that meets a South African safari guide and falls in love. Whoa! Every I'm breath sure. you take. Don't. Sorry. Don't Nicholas Sparks. You know he's cheesy and all, but like. I had to, but I had to read it. I was like, "Damn, that's too, that's just, that's too close." I got to, I got to read this. You know what I mean? It's just the timing of it's crazy. It's his new book. It's just weird. But anyway, shout out to all my all the YFTers that that hit me up about it because I'm halfway through and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, this is for you, Brandon. What's that? This is for you. Why can't I hear you? Oh, I'm playing every breath you take right now. Oh, I can't hear it for some reason. What? I think that's what it's called. Watch it not be. I'm sure you've never read a Nicholas Sparks book. I would never no. expect that of you. Uh, I met him, though. He's, you know, like, 
you know, it's just a, it's for girls to read or whatever. It's sappy. It's all love stories and stuff. I've read quite a few of them over the years, if I'm honest. But it's been a while. But this one, Nicholas Sparks gets very racy in this book. There yeah. is a steamy, steamy sex scene in this book. Can you read it to us? No. <laughs> Can you do it? Do I will not do that. Find it. Let's do it. Let's I bet Caitlin would. Okay. Get you Kate. read the sex scene in yeah, this book I'll, out loud? Yeah, and I'll play she like... She totally will. And I'll play um like... like. I don't think there's big words. I got to find it though. It's, hold on. That's okay. I'm going to find um like sexy music. What should we play? Words. What should, should it be like um Marvin Gaye? Marvin Gaye probably. Could be. Right? Marvin Gaye. Caitlin's nervous. <laughs> uh, don't be It's nervous. like kind of long. Just, just like part of it. get get to the paragraph where there's penetration. Penetration. The penetration See, paragraph. Of you would say that as a guy, you would freaking say that. What is? Um, you said that it gets racy and intimate. That means that they're having the sex. Oh, they are. But for a girl, it's kind of sometimes it's before that. That's kind of the seemiest. But uh-huh. it's fine. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, whatever. Whatever you guys think is the hottest. The I foreplay, maybe. Like that's what I think is hot. What? Foreplay. Oh yeah. Get it. Get it. <laughs> So it starts right here, but read. It might get better in through here. Oh. I know. Okay, here you have to sit here though. Or no, you can do that. Well, I don't want to look at Wells in the eyes when I say. Yeah, <laughs> here. I gotta like him right I'm now. I'm gonna give her the. I love this Okay. Let me find the good stuff. <laughs> She's finding the good stuff. All right. This is Caitlin Bristow reading some sexy stuff. Next his mouth went even lower, and she nodded her fingers in his hair while his tongue teased oh, and aroused her. Yeah. It went on and on until she couldn't take it anymore, and she finally pulled him back to her, clinging to him, drawing him even closer. Okay, get to the good stuff already. This is... Read it. Oh, they're moaning now. Um, they moved together, both of them fully attuned to the other's needs, each of them trying to please the other... And she felt her body shiver with growing urgency Ooh. when the massive wave pleasure crested over her. Yeah. What? Crested? <laughs> she cried out. But as soon as the feeling passed, it began to build. It began to build again. Ooh. She didn't have another one. Multiple. Oh, she climaxed over and over. Yeah, yeah right. An <laughs> endless sequence of pleasure. And when he finally climaxed as well, hope was exhausted. Well, yeah. She just orgasmed like eight times. Wait, is the is the character's name Hope? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I thought it was going to be sexier than that. Oh, really? Yeah. For Nicholas Sparks, that's pretty racy. Why? What have you read that's sexier? Did <laughs> you hear that? She said, I don't read. That was hot. Oh, God. You know, Nicholas Sparks is the reason Miley and Liam are together. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Wells knows. Caitlin's knowledge of. Miley Cyrus pop culture is slim. Well, she's a Canadian. They don't know shit that's going on down here. That was the pass I gave her too. She like somehow we were talking about the Jonas Brothers, and she was like, and I was like, yeah, Nick dated Miley for years. She was like, what? Oh my god. Well, that's hot. Nicholas Sparks sparks something between your thighs. Well, yeah, not mine, but. Well, you said you, you felt something when you were reading it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, see me. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Do you know, um, do you know what I don't understand? What's that? People that have personalized license plates that you can't figure out what the fuck they are. Why are you doing that? What do you mean? Give me an example. Okay, you're driving down the street and there's a personalized license plate. And you're like, and you're like sounding it out. You can't figure it out. You're like, should they leave the vowels out? Because that's like a trend right now. I'm just saying like when you just have no idea what it is. And you're just like, why did you pay extra money 
to have a personalized license plate that people don't understand? That's a good question. What does it say I've about you? About getting a per- I've thought about getting a personalized license plate just because I can never remember mine. Yeah. And these days, nowadays, when you park in a lot, you have to type in your freaking license plate number, and I never know mine. I'm sorry to hear that. It pays to have a personalized license plate, I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. Oh, my God, by the way, I am living without health insurance by na- right now. What? Okay, so this is what happens. The other night, I wake up in the middle of the night. It feels like I have a fucking shard of glass embedded in my retina. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, what happened to my face? I was in, I've never been in so much pain. So, ah. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, of course, I'm Googling everything to try to figure out, like, what is happening with me. And by the way, just don't do that. Don't Google when you don't feel good. Because guess what? I have eye cancer now. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. You know? If you Google symptoms, you're going to die. The point, that's just the story. By the way, when you feel when you Google, I feel like I have a shard of glass in my eye, it'll be like, oh, you have eye cancer. Also, you're pregnant. Also, you have AIDS. And uh, you're going <laughs> to die. You're, you're probably already dead right now. Anyway, so my eye was in so much pain. I was just like, oh, God, whatever. So I go to the eye doctor, right? So then he like does the thing and he's like, oh yeah, you scratched your cornea, dude. It, you got, it's going to take a little bit, whatever. You got to get these mm. eye drops. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. So I jump in the car, drive to CVS and I'm like, yeah, I need these eye, these eye drops. I scratched my eye. Also, I may be pregnant. I'm not sure. And mm. then they go run my insurance and they're like, your insurance uh, expired at the end of the year. And I was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, no, I re-signed up because it's through iHeart, right? I was like, I re-signed up. I sent in a check. I gave them I gave them auto pay uh, information with my account and routing number. No way, dude. I, I have insurance. And they're like, yo, you probably should call someone. So then I called them up and they're like, yeah, we, you know, once your contract ended, you you didn't have any more insurance. And I was like, yeah, I know. I opted in for the thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we didn't get into that. And I was like, you're telling me, motherfuckers, that I have been living without insurance since the beginning of the year and you didn't find it necessary to tell me? What if I got into That's a car crazy. accident? What if the internet was right and I do have pregnancy problems? Good I- thing you got a rich girlfriend, am I right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, so I went, oh. I went, and I had to apply for a health insurance. Yeah. And by the way, iHeart Insurance, Aetna, you guys were fucking me because I'm getting such a cheaper rate from Blue Cross Blue Shield. So shout really? out to, yeah, well, they haven't approved How me yet. How much do you pay for health insurance? Like it's 400 a month. That's a lot. Is it? Mm-hmm. What do you pay? Can I get on your thing? Yeah, it actually, it's actually for musicians, what? but anybody can get it, I guess. But it's, yeah, it's this guy in Nashville. I'll give you the info, like, off the pod. But let me just say, my insurance is cheaper, but it's, like, borderline pretty much catastrophic insurance, right? Like, oh, okay. my pre- like every like it's a really low premium because I never go to the doctor. But if you never go to the doctor, like, I never have to go. So it's really just, like... If I got in a car accident, right, yeah, or had yeah, a really yeah. bad horseback riding accident or something, my out of pocket's like seven or eight grand, mm. which wouldn't bankrupt me. And that's yeah. kind of what what it is. It's like a safety net. But if you're somebody that like takes a prescription regularly or goes to the doctor a lot or has health issues, and then obviously you want a better plan that covers more. But it doesn't sound like you do. Yeah, I don't know. But also, I'm getting older, Brandi, and I'm starting to realize <laughs> it. You're ancient. You know? Uh, so uh-huh. I'm like, damn it. You know, I went to go. I, I had perfect vision, and I was like to the eye doctor. He's like, when was the last time you had an eye exam? I was like, I've never had an eye exam. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, my fucking eyes are perfect. I don't need this shit. 
And he's like, you need to go because, like, we can look at the blood vessels in the back of your eye and, like, find out if you have, like, heart disease. And I was like, well, I already, I know I'm going to have that. So that's okay. So, well, you can, so I literally just saw, like, a commercial or something. I'm so impressionable about how you can take an eye test on your phone now. No, that seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying hey, that. Hey, if it saves me 200 bucks, I'll do it. Yeah. I hope nothing bad happens to me between now and the time I get approved for this new insurance. Is that, like, the first well, they were like, it could be until May 1st. And I was like, I got I to gotta be tip. Don't drink. <laughs> dude, tiptoeing around life for a little over a month right now. Yeah. Guys. That's terrifying. I'm going to be, I'm going to fucking layer myself in those packing bubbles, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insure yourself, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm hoping that they get back to me sooner than that, but whatever. Can I just real quick talk about one of my favorite things being article.com? Dude, I freaking love this company, right? Went on the website. It's about to be it's about to be pool season, guys. So I need really is. I needed some outdoor stuff. All right. I don't know why my voice is getting so high. But I'm very excited. Why is your voice? It's like I'm talking to Carl. <laughs> Anyways, went on article.com, found some dope ass chairs, okay? For out in the around the fire pit. You know what I'm talking about? Boom. Got them. They delivered them so fast, lightning fast. And you know what I liked about them? The guys that delivered them took them in the backyard, put them where they were supposed to be, like put it together or like and unwrapped it and like did all that stuff. It wasn't like, here's a box of stuff, guys. You know, it was like, where do you want it? That's so nice. Well, well, you know what's funny is I've actually been a fan of Article for a long time. So when I bought my house, like this has been three years ago now, and I renovated it. When I finally got time to furniture shop, Article um, was introduced to me. And what's so great is it's affordable furniture, but the quality is insane for Mm -hmm. what you're paying for this stuff. It's so cool. And to make it even better, so much of it is in stock and it does ship so fast. So there's no waiting for furniture for months and months and months on den. Yeah, dude. Freaking amazing service. Great value. Great price. Attentive customer care. And of course, it looks freaking good in my backyard. But all their stuff is really, really cool. And you know what? If you don't like it, they have a 30-day return policy policy and you can get something different but I really think you're going to I'm obsessed with Scandinavian style furniture it's just I just love it so much and they have a lot of that uh very mid-century modern-esque so I really think there's something for everybody yeah by eliminating the layers of traditional retail article is able to uh keep prices super low quality super high so articles offering our listeners 50 bucks off their first purchase of a hundred dollars or more so to claim it visit article.com slash yft that's all it takes go to article.com slash yft and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout that's article.com slash yft to get 50 dollars off your first purchase of a hundred dollars or more do it dude like that. all about it man i got some fave things let's hear them um show on Hulu called Pen15. Oh. Have you heard about this? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Someone tweeted it at me or something. Okay, so Pen15 also, it looks like penis. It's like an old, like, middle school joke, I guess. Yep. If you write it yep. out. So it's basically these two girls who are going into seventh grade, uh, and they're kind of nerdy and not popular, and I wouldn't say unattractive, but they're not, like, the pretty girls in school. And it's them dealing with, like, basically just being at that age. But here's the catch. They are probably in their late 20s, 30s, playing 7th graders. And they've done, like, a really good job to, like, make them look younger, but they are, like, older actors. But everyone else is the actual age of a 7th grader or an 8th grader. Oh. And it is fucking hilarious. 
Absolutely love it. Sarah was the one who was like, we got to watch this. And I will admit that it's definitely for women. Like, Oh, really? It's like Broad City in, in that respect where it's like, this is written by women for women. But like, I can still appreciate totally. like it's humor. Like you and, and Caitlin should go watch it like now because it'll just remind oh, okay, you great. of like middle school immediately. Um, and like how mean people are and like how crazy of a friendship you have, like your best friend, you know, like, so it's, it's more for, for females, but I will say that I watch it and I really appreciate it. I think it's really funny. Once I was like, Oh, cause I like what we started watching and I was like, they look so much older than everyone else. She was like, yeah, you fucking idiot. That's the bit. Like, that's the thing. And I was like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. Uh, get it now. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Cool. 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 I like it. Prisms. Um, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, you should go watch that on, on Hulu. I'm also, okay. uh, faving right now on a new podcast. It is, oh. yeah, it is a, uh, it's a murder mystery. Mur very, Shocker. Yeah, I know. Very much similar to Up and Vanished called To Live and Die in L.A. I'm only like on the oh, third episode. Title. Yeah, I'm only like on the third episode. It's about this like young aspiring actor who lives in Hollywood, actress who lives in Hollywood and she just up and vanishes. And it's like all of her friends are trying to figure it out. And the main guy who's doing it is a writer for Rolling Stone. And he just like basically started doing this podcast. And like it's like happening in real time. Like this thing happened in mid-February, not that That's long ago. You know, to live and die in L.A. on 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 your podcasting. Very cool. Thanks. Um, new music. Uh, what you got for have me? You been listening to anything? Kevin Garrett put out an album. Finally. Jeez. And it's good. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but I just love him. And I actually found a connection to Kevin Garrett this week, and I think we might be able to get him on the pod. OK. Super exciting. What's the is that the end of the story or what, ha what uh, happened there? Well, I was saying new music. I He had dropped a new record, so go listen to it. Do you want me to play a song or what's the connection? You can. To... I, I was trying to pull it up, but it, my internet's so slow it won't. So you could. The album's called Hoax, I think. Pick a song because I, I can't have it in front of me. And this is the one that's getting the most of the loves. I see a little puppy dog. Yeah, Berkeley. Carl, still have the cone on or what? Oh, yeah, I did. No. Since I've come down from that old mountain, I climbed. I heard that she's still searching for a good sign. Stay low, swing on. Yeah, it's good. That's very Brandy Cyrus-y. What does that mean? You like these, like, good-looking young singers. Oh, you think he's cute? I just assume he is. I don't know. Oh, he's kind of a nerd, actually, which I think is cool, but... Yeah, then you really do like him, then. I just love sad music, and do he too. does sad music very well. We were watching a little bit of um, American Idol. Someone came and sang this Alan Stone song, and I had never heard it before, and I was like, Whoa, dude, what is this song? It's called American Privilege. American 
Anyways, it's got a good message, uh, kind of interesting in this day and age, but I kind of liked it a this lot. This day and age. This day and age. We're dude. so old, Wells. Dude, I know. Wells, are you going to Coachella? I'm not going to Coachella, brah. Are you going? Nah, brah. Oh. Are you going to Coachella? Yeah, brah. Get ready for obnoxious festival content. Oh my God, so many <laughs> Ferris wheel picks with fucking feather headdresses and- Exactly. Sticking the tongue out with the deuces up, just- Oh, totally. Just being basic AF. But I am going to Hangout mm. Fest for my... Oh, that's I've always wanted to go to that. Dude. Who's headlining? Does it really matter? It's on the beach. Yeah, I want to know. American you don't even know, do No, I don't. That's why I'm saying. Does it really even matter? No, it doesn't matter. But I will tell um, you in five, four, three, two, one. Ignition. Travis Scott, the Lumineers, Khalid, Ooh. Vampire Weekend, Cardi B, Kygo, the nineteen seventy five. Cardi B is playing Hangout Festival. She's also playing what world are we living in? She's also playing Woodstock, which I find I was just about to bring up Woodstock. Yeah. Wait, I'm not done. It's but, a bit different this year, I think, because of the because it's the fifty year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know your sister's playing it. Yes, she is. Are, are you going to go? Because I'm going to be there. I would like to go to that, actually. Can you hook that up, or how does that work? I can. Yeah. I uh, I just, uh, obviously, I'm going to see my sister, but, like, John Mayer's playing with Dead & Co. Dying to see that. That'll be pretty dope. Wait, Super do you want to hear out who else is playing or hang out? Or? Hang out? Yeah. Hosier, Walk the Moon, Jimmy Eat World, Ella May, Judah and the Lion, BB Rexa, Bishop Briggs. And then people that no one's going to know about. I would go for Travis Scott, maybe. I love the Lumineers. You would. And I like the 1975, brah. Oh, I do, I do love the 1975, but I've also seen them play three or four times already. Yeah. Wait, you've got a guest today, don't you? Yes, one I'm very excited about. Okay, who is it? It's my friend Mark that I've been talking about for so long. The dude Ozark from Ozark? Mark, you know? Ozark <laughs> yeah. Mark. Wait, do you Ozark call him that? Mark. No, but I think I will from now on. It just came to me, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, from now on, he's going to be Ozark Mark. Let me just tell you guys, like, yeah. this is one of the coolest dudes I've met in a really long time. He is so awesome. We've He's in Atlanta working right now, so I actually was just in Atlanta and had brunch with the guy. He was in Nashville like a, a couple months ago. We had breakfast in Nashville. So I've gotten to see him quite a bit since we met in November, and we just have the best time every single time. He's such a good hang. He's a great storyteller. He's got some of the craziest stories ever, and he's just such a cool dude, like nice guy, great friend. First of all, I think Wells and Mark are going to totally, like, you know, you say I always steal your friends. Yeah. Mark my words. Mark, <laughs> you're going to steal. <laughs> you're going to steal this friend from me. Like, you guys are going to be homies for sure. All right. So he's, this is Ozark Mark. What's Mark's last name? Menchaca. Okay. So Mark Menchaca, he's an actor. He's in, he was in the show Ozarks. He gets killed in, in the Way first. Way to ruin it for everyone that's not seen it. Dude, if you, I'm sorry if you haven't finished season <laughs> one of Ozarks. That's a you problem, not a me problem. It is. You're right, it is. And, uh, but and, he most recently was on one of our other favorite shows, yeah. Manifest. Dude, I know. And he's in like the, I don't think it's the series, I don't think it's the season finale. I think it was the like mid-season, right? No. It wasn't the season well, finale. It, his, his character on Manifest is the one that makes you understand what's happening with all these people. So he, has, yeah. he had a very pivotal role, albeit wasn't a very long-lived one because he 
but I don't want to ruin it. Don't. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, my God. Well, he has a great – he gets the coolest roles, man. He's such a such a great guy. It's such a cool life he lives. It blows my mind, though. He lives in New York, but he's from Texas. Like, you'll hear he's got, like, a nice southern drawl. But he, so he's in Atlanta working on something now. So le- I, he already knows. We're going to give him a call, and we're going to put him on YFT. All right, let's call him right now. What's happening? Oh. What up, Mark? Oh. Hi. You guys, this is my buddy Mark Menchaka. Did she say and, it right? Did she say uh, it right, we, dude? We ring bells here. At YFT, in case you're wondering what that is. Uh, So Mark and I met actually in South Africa. Believe it or not, South Africa was just really good to me. Mark was working on a project with my sister that I will not say the name of, so I do not get in trouble. But we actually, uh, I was with a couple of friends, and we all hit it off with Mark. And Mark was staying longer than Miley, so we hung out with Mark even after she was gone. It was pretty fun. We went into Stellenbosch. We hit up a winery. We went horseback riding in Toolba in the mountains. We had a great time. And yeah. We about the uh, perverted mess that went on. There was there was um there was a moment in the car. There were five of us crammed into a very tiny vehicle, and Mark was sitting in the passenger seat. In the front seat was my friend Alex, whose girlfriend Leslie Murphy, that you guys might actually know from The Bachelor, was in the back seat with me. And then in the middle back seat was my friend Val. And Val, we were, listen, we were running late, like an hour late to ride horses. So the girls, we all decided to change clothes in the car. Well, Val has her pants all the way down to her ankles and Mark doesn't know what's going on. I'm looking, I'm looking for your glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I was looking for for Brandy's sunglasses because she thought she left them at the, at the wine. Oh yeah, you're right. I was looking down on the floorboard. (laughs) And Val's pants were down. And Val's pants were down when I realized <laughs> that Val was just sitting there, just I mean, slow as could be. You were, you were like frozen though, like you just like you were looking, and I think when you realized Val's pants were down, you were scared to move, <laughs> and so you just stayed there. It was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Well, obviously we can laugh about it now, but at the time, I'm sure it was very funny because we, I mean, we'd only known you what like two days. Yeah, yeah, and then Val just goes. Uh. Trying to put my pants on, <laughs> and, I looked and I was, I was worried, devastated, and I thought they're gonna think I'm the biggest pervert ever. Like, <laughs> I'm just they're looking at Val's. No, it was so good. It was, it was so good. But anyway, great times in South Africa. We've stayed friends. We've now hung out in Nashville and Atlanta. And uh, I'm also a massive fan of Mark. So on on uh, in South Africa. We were all kind of like, that guy looks like that guy from Ozark. You completely buried the lead in this intro. We did three minutes on Val's white bear ass. And we- <laughs> <laughs> well, you can cut it. Whatever. You, you got to open out. with. Okay, so Mark, by the way, did she say your last name correctly? She did. Okay. She did. Hey. I think she practiced yesterday. I did practice yesterday. Yeah, okay. So the show is called Your Favorite Thing, where we just talk about like our favorite things in the world right now and you've been on this now this show twice because two of the shows that you have been on have been one of our favorite things number one is ozarks which needs to come back already don't know what jason bateman's doing right now but let's hurry up with season trey okay and then (laughs) manifest fucking crash lands into our lives and guess who shows up it's mark once again so, dude, you are one of our favorite things because... Two great deaths. Yes. And also, <laughs> yeah. both both include water, which I thought was interesting. 
That, that's true. Yeah. I had to go do ADR for this show that I've worked on here, which I won't say what show it is, but it also it includes water and lightning. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I've got a great death reel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no kidding. Why do they have to kill you all the time? That's not yeah. fair. Wait, so I was reading my sides last night, and I see I'm dying by a gunshot, and that doesn't really work with me. I need to either be electrocuted or drown or something like that. I'm That'd not sure good. if you guys read my writer, but that's how this works, guys. Water water, and electricity have to be involved. Okay, can I ask you a question? Since the show's called Your Favorite Thing, and our favorite things are two of the shows you've been on, as of like a like a viewer of television, what is your favorite of the two shows that you've been on? Oh, I mean Ozark. Yeah, that was yeah, that was one of the best gifts ever. Getting that thing, Manifest was great. Loved the people. Ozark was just kind of I don't know. It was kind of special because it was like we were just like a big old family, and Jason Bateman's just the nicest guy, and he kind of operates like he kind of keeps his family together. So he had met a lot of the, like he met the crew on other, some other movies or Arrested Development. He kind of brings everybody to whatever show he's doing, which is great. So this thing, I'm working on something with him right now. And it's a lot of the same crew as Ozark. And he's going to send some people back to Ozark when it starts up. And then he'll keep some of them on the outsider. So, That's so cool. It makes it, it makes it nice to, to you know, you get to work with people that you have a genuine friendship with. Your character on Manifest is kind of the linchpin to close out the season to kind of explain what the hell is happening to everybody. Did you understand that that character was going to be kind of like so instrumental in the show? Yeah, I did. I was actually in South Africa when they called about that. I had mm. a call with the showrunner about it. I kind of had an idea because I was about to play an open mic at this like singer songwriter thing and there was like one person before me and we had set up a call time and he called when the like there was one person in front of me i don't remember much of what he said but i do remember him saying that the final scene or your final scene is going to be water is just going to start coming out of your body and they're going to figure out that it's the same amount of time that you were underwater and then they're going to realize that the people on the plane only have five years to live or whatever, or however long it is at that point. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. know it sounded like a cool, like a cool arc. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Well, it's been interesting. You're kind of a bad guy in both of those shows, but you seem like a night, a really nice guy. Why, why are you always the bad guy? I don't know. I'm always a bad guy. <laughs> Russ is kind of a sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, is that, do you like playing the bad guy though? It sounds kind of fun. I like the bad guy. Yeah. But like the thing that I worked on with your sister was totally different. Uh, that I mean, was like a completely sick. different kind of part for me. Oh, one other thing I was going to say that the water coming out of my mouth was real. I think I told, I told you this, didn't I? So they made Brandy. you swallow 43 gallons of water and then you. <laughs> you know, like when you go to the dentist and they put that a little hook in your mouth and they had a, they had a bigger tube. Like it was like a plastic tube. Um, that was hooked up to a pressure cooker. It was hooked up to a generator, huh. and they could they could adjust like the pressure of the water. But like when we did the shot, it had to be like full blast. So it was kind of like waterboarding. No, uh, water <laughs> shot into my. It was this hook, and it shot into my mouth. Oh wow! And I, wow. I had a kill switch in case things started to go bad, and then I would just have to force the water out, and it was coming. It was coming in so fast that it just was going 
No way. Uh, it was a pretty cool little setup they had. I just assumed really it was cool. like a hose just taped to the side of your face, and it just <laughs> but the, the camera angle just looked like that. But that's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. Like, speaking of, I was watching a show yesterday that I really free. I, I haven't watched much of it, but I think it's a great show. And the guy Let's gets to it. like write the songs and gets to play. Have you seen The Patriot? No, Wells, have you? Like the Mel Gibson movie? No, no, no. no. It's an Amazon series. Oh, no. no. Hey, Mark, oh, would you say it's one of your favorite things right now? It's one of my favorite things right now. All right. Hey. Absolutely one of my favorite things. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so to, give um, us the premise real quick. It's this guy that's like, he's like, an, he works for the government. His dad's in the government. His brother's a congressman he basically ends up shoving this this other guy that went before him in the interview his interview didn't go too well for this one gig and he shoves this guy in front of a truck and so he ends up getting the job and it's kind of this it's kind of a weird like definitely got some very funny moments in it it's kind of a drama as well like mm -hmm. so you might it might be under a dramedy it's really good and he i think he writes the songs that he plays in the show very it's cool. All, it all works together really good. It's got that, what's that guy's name from that 70s show, The Dad? Red? You know well, I know that. He's in it. One of those shows that you, like, you'll recognize a lot of the people. You just may not know their names. Totally. Kurt, his name is Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, see, I never knew his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. That's amazing. Added, added it to the list. I got uh -huh. a lot of TV to catch up on. Dude, oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. Watch it. You'll love it. It's, it's really good. In fact, I was going to email my agent and be like, start gunning for this show. I, want to get <laughs> yeah, on it. I love that. Do you do that? Do you ask your agent to try to get you on specific things that you like? No, not normally. Actually, the only the only thing that I've the only show that I've ever emailed them about was what we did in South Africa. Oh, really? Interesting. OK. To my knowledge, it didn't come through them. It came through the, the casting directors like, yeah. like, oh, he's good friends with my manager. Oh, interesting. So, Very interesting. Cool. What's a favorite band or song that you're listening to right now? Tyler Childers, White House Road. I haven't heard that. He's got a live album out right now. Can you hear it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I got people try to tell me red. Mm hmm. Keep this living and you wind up dead. You wind up dead. <laughs> Cast your troubles on the road. He's also got a song called Shake the Rock. God, he's got like a little bit of like Union Station sound to him and like Ryan Bingham as well. I like that song, man. Yeah, you listen to Shake the Frost sometimes. Well, dude, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but but we really are big fans of your work. I mean, really excited to see. I mean, like we have to keep on like tiptoeing around this project with that you did with Miley, but but I'm excited for that project to come out as well. Do you know I, when that's gonna I'm come out? I'm excited about the one he's filming right now. I think it's gonna be really cool. Oh yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be a good one. It might it might top one of your one of your less wells. Yeah, yeah, it might. I think um, so. Yeah, it's based on this Stephen King novel that he put out last year called The Outsider. It's yeah. about a shapeshifter. It's got it's such a fun cast. Did you read the novel? Because I almost I almost picked it up. The problem with with his novels, they're so dense and like they're mm -hmm. tomes. I did read it. It's a pretty quick read. Oh really? I would encourage I would encourage you to do it. It's a good yeah, it's a good book. Because the it's last the last uh, Stephen King book I read was was like the, the Dome one. That they made it didn't do a TV show as well. Oh yeah, and it was just so thick. And I was so when I saw that one come up, I was like, I don't know if I want to. I want to get into this, but now 
if you're saying it's a quick read and this is going to be a show, then I need to, I need to read it before this all comes out. Totally. Yeah, pick it up. You'll like it. All right, I'm. I'm You'll like it. I'm doing it today. Well, hey, Mark, I'll let, we'll let you get back to your life, man. Please stop dying in water or elect, electricity. <laughs> uh, find find a new way to die already. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come yeah. on, dude. Learn uh, some new tricks. All right, I will. I'll figure something out. Pleasure to meet you, my man. If you're in L.A., come, uh, let's let's hang out. Yeah, yeah let's do it, man. Nice chatting with y'all. How are we going? Later, dude. See you, Mark. Later. Mark's awesome. He's the shit. Ozark Mark. Big fan. Um, Huge fan. So we recorded that just for context we recorded that like last week because we had we wanted to have hannah b's because there was more timing whatever i went and read that book you did i looked for it at the airport and i couldn't find it the outsider you're gonna have to give it to me stephen king well it's on mm-hmm. audible but whatever so oh, he's doing the tv bio. show for the stephen king book and i read it and i read it in record time hey caitlin let us make our podcast <laughs> All right. He could hear you walking over here somehow. Yeah. No, you're just like, or, look, or you're he, like not paying attention, like looking, I'm looking up. At her. I'm a woman. I can multitask and look at Caitlin and listen to you. Okay. No, you, you actually, you can't because I was talking to you and then you didn't respond to what I was saying. One of the fastest, one of the fastest books you've ever read. You read it quick. I was listening. It's fantastic, by the way. So oh, one of my favorite things is yeah. The Outsider by Stephen King. It's so good. Gotta get it. Okay, I, somebody is. I forget. Was it Olivia Culpo? Maybe I recently saw somebody on Instagram that I follow who also posted that they were reading it. Oh, it was either like Olivia Culpo or like maybe Bella Hadid or somebody. I can't remember, but I gotta get it. Dude, get on that shiz. Loved it. Anyways, that was cool having him on. I really like him a lot. Yes, you you guys got to hang out next time he's in LA. No, I know. the best time. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? No, I, I'm just like, my mouth is watering because my sugar fish has been sitting here since we started and I'm dying to eat it. All right. Well, go eat your sugar fish, brah. Okay. Okay. Hey, what? I'm in LA in a couple weeks. I got to see you in real life. When? April 9th. Ooh. I'll be there all week. Cool. I'll be here. Let's hang out. Sick. Tight. Um, all right. Later, dude. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.